Howdy to all my kite flyers and those soon to be. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. But not just any Wednesday. Salutes and salutations to all our veterans on this gorgeous Veterans Day. Yeah, and if you know us, you can expect that today's gift of the day will have a special theme. But before we begin, however, I have a special assignment that I need you to complete prior to rewarding yourself with our gift. So if you haven't already, pick up your device and go out and thank a veteran for his or her service. Do it now. Remember, gratitude is the, the new, new currency. currency. In Kiteland. And soon to be around the globe. Amen. <laughs> okay, now that you've completed your assignment, here's our gift. Genius is not gained, it's activated. We are all born with it. Self-doubt deactivates it. Genius simply takes patience and creativity. Most geniuses are otherwise average. Mm. Doubting your genius? We fix that. Yes. I am the product of genius. Okay, that's kind of a weird thing to say out loud. Right. <laughs> Agreed, especially without context. It sounds pretentious. But as you'll find, it's actually quite humbling. Mm -hmm. My grandfather, for instance, and here's your theme, was a World War II bombardier pilot. He flew a B-24. A B-24. That is not a Cessna. <laughs> that is uh, no Cessna. Are you poking fun at me? No. <laughs> Come on. You know, uh, related though, it is where I got my piloting bug from, was my grandfather. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my grandfather was an average man. Uh, there's no arguing that. He, he had less than an average education, but he was a genius. Now, I don't do this very often. In fact, it brings me back to my college professor days, and I used to hate this part of my job because you all know I hate boundaries. But I feel the need to operationalize the definition of genius, which is exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability. That is a great definition. And I, I, I don't know why, but I certainly feel <laughs> a story bubbling up in oh, you. Oh, yeah. Your spidey senses are a tingling. <laughs> So, yes, there will be a fantastic story, one that brings a lot of emotion to me, and I'll try to get through it the best I can. It was not something that, in my opinion, for my grandfather, it was not an uncommon part of a mission that he and his crew would endure constant anti-aircraft defenses. Much of the defense was called flak. Oh, right. Yeah, that's that, That's a nasty bit of business. Uh, definitely. So the flak explosives would be launched to detonate at roughly the same altitude as the bombers. It was a shell filled with what was essentially shrapnel. And when it exploded, it was like literally flying through a midair grenade. Jeez. And, and those were made of super light metals. And it had to have been very, very effective at ripping through... Um, the planes and, yep. and bringing them down. Absolutely. They are made of nothing more than sheet metal, really. So on one particular mission, they took a lot of flack. Uh, is, 
I see the light bulb coming is on. Is that where yep. that saying came from? It is indeed where that saying came from. And knowing this, when someone says that phrase, my brain automatically conjures that image. And now mine plane, will too. Yeah, of a plane being destroyed by uh, what amounts to is wow. a mid-air grenade. Yeah. So wow. at any rate, as they approached their target, they started to, you know, get the whole bomb process rolling and ran into some issues so in getting the bombs ready to be dropped they had to lower them into the bomb bay that was like step one and then the doors open and you push a button and the bombs release Mm -hmm. oh no (laughs) push the button and no bombs released the shrapnel had severed the cord that allowed the release of the bombs Oh, my God. Okay, and this just isn't unfortunate news. No. Like, this is a true fatal situation, so Let me right? give you the skinny on this. Okay. Yeah, so once the bombs were dropped into the bay, they're super heavy. They had to be released. You could not bring them back up into the, bo- the body of the plane, and you certainly couldn't land with them. So they had really just two choices. Right. One would be obviously... You would land with it and leave a completely giant crater <laughs> yeah, I don't in know the why runway. I laughed, but there is a visual there that yeah. Oh yeah. No, and you, blowing yourselves to bits. Oh, and everybody on the ground and the other planes that are on the runway. Yeah, you, that's not a good option. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Let's go with option B. You would have to manually release these. Yeah, and as you might imagine, not the easiest thing to do. So, as the ship's captain, my grandfather was tasked with creating the solution. And rather than allow doubt, which is a four-letter word in the Red Kite Movement Linguistics Manual, you should all familiarize yourself with that manual. Of course, I'm joking. We don't have a manual. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Well, we need an intern. That's, what, that's an intern's Ooh, job right brilliant. there. So if you're a bright, young person, well, you actually have to be young. If you're bright and love to be an indentured slave to some creative people, eh, drop an application off. There you go. Sure. Yeah, we'll work you to death. So at any rate, yeah, way off the the path again as usual. So he had to come up with the solution. And rather than allow the doubt to infiltrate him like a cancer to his success, he quickly came up with a genius idea. Mm, so obviously not a settler. That is right. And that's a great observation. In fact, that's maybe where I came up with that oh, mentality. I think it's... Yes. Wisdom of it's the Elders. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the manual release for the Bombay was underneath the doors and in a very tight space. Whomever was going to release the bombs was A, going to have to be very thin, and B, risk hanging upside down outside of the plane. Oh, yes. No. Yes. Oh, God, no. Yes. But wait, it gets worse. Because that space is so tight, you couldn't wear your parachute. And now you're several thousand feet above the ground, suspended by your crew members with no parachute. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't any time to waste. And there wasn't a, hey, let's draw straws moment. My grandfather took the lead and... He chose to be the one. He chose to be the one to do it. Uh, He fit the physical description. But here was his genius logic. His genius logic was... 
that he's the only one capable of landing the plane. Ah, that is genius. Okay, so if the crew wanted to live, they knew they had to hold on to him for dear life. That's exactly it. it, it it's called rally time. You, you <laughs> rallied around your captain. So, yeah. And it's like, you know, everyone's worst nightmare. Within seconds, he had released all the bombs after going down into, he shimmied down in beneath, in, in between the bombs. Okay, so they're still in the bay. Through the bomb bay doors, and his crewmates grabbed his feet and released him upside down outside of the plane. Like straight, his body straight yes. out of the like plane. Straight out of the plane. My palms are sweating, <laughs> David. <laughs> it, it is the most terrifying thing that I think anyone oh. could experience. And he did it voluntarily and on purpose. So he safely. Hoisted back up after releasing the bombs. And and by the way, if the bombs had not gone straight out. He would have been crushed. Either, right. So either crushed or they take him down with it and his crewmates oh. who are holding on to them. Oh, my God. And then, and of course, the plane would, would crash, too. So um, as you might imagine, he got recognition for this. And he was, for his efforts earned the Distinguished Flying Cross, which always chokes me up. The story chokes me up, but just him earning that is such a point of pride for me as his grandson. Oh, I bet. I mean, this is like listening to Mission Impossible 10 <laughs> yeah, absolutely. playing out. Yep, yep. But real life. I mean, this is legit. And had it not been for his genius and his bravery and, and his exclusion of any doubt yes. whatsoever in his mind lives would have been lost yeah absolutely and i wouldn't be here to tell this story that's wonderfully motivating other people because my mother hadn't been conceived yet wow yeah so if he hadn't volunteered to do that had he or had it not gone well i wouldn't be here and any any of my children wouldn't be here so it's this you know one degree of separation yeah absolutely so what does this type of war hero do after the war so interestingly enough, again, he, being an average man, he went on to lead a very average life. He was a traveling salesman for a chemical company who sold plastics and paint. He had an average home in an average town, but every now and then he'd have moments of genius that inspired me to never settle and never look at anything as a boundary, but more so as a challenge, an opportunity to prove the doubters wrong. And to so many, he was just an average man. And to a small handful of people, however, yep. he was their savior and inspiration. You know. Undoubtedly. Absolutely. He, he was the type of person that never thought twice to come to another person's aid, despite risking his own life. I mean, obviously, that, that act of heroism, it, it was in his... DNA. <laughs> it, I was just going to say DNA. It, is, it, it was in his DNA. It was a pre-programmed thing. So... And it was proven over and over, years after his retirement from the Army and, and from his, his career, he was ice skating. He, he, was a, he loved ice skating. And he was ice skating on Pompton Lake I in New Jersey. I love this story. I figured you this remember this. This is a this. good one. Yep, yep. So he was ice skating, heard a commotion over across the ice and saw that people were gathering. And he knew immediately in his heart what it was. A young boy had fallen through the thin ice. So without hesitation, he raced over and gained control of the situation. A true 
captain. He commanded the group to get in a line on their bellies on the ice. He took the lead position closest to the puncture, grabbed the strangling young man, and yelled at the group to pull his feet. Oh, feet. <laughs> that seems uh, a little deliciously similar, doesn't it? Absolutely. Wow. It is part two of the saga of him putting himself out there and having people, the faith in other people to help him on his mission. So with a few strong heaves and the sound of ice cracking all around these folks, they saved the boy and he was lauded as a hero. But his character was that he was way too shy to take the spotlight or the credit. Wow. I still do have the mail clipping from the um, the newspaper. Oh, we'll need to yeah, post that. Yeah, yeah. So my, my grandmother mailed it to me. He didn't even want it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for obvious reasons, my grandfather was my hero and my role model and was without a doubt in – I can't argue. You can't argue it. He was a genius. That's beautiful. And and the great news is, so are you. It's within you, and the only thing keeping you keeping a lock on that door is self-doubt. Yep, agreed. Go and free your genius. Try it on for size, and let us know how it worked out. Absolutely, Michelle. And just to clarify, when you say you, you're not talking about me. Right. You're talking about our entire audience. You're talking Everyone. about humanity. It's Everybody's got it in them. They're born with it. It's just a, a question of activating it and not keeping it suppressed by self-doubt. So I can tell you from my own experience, it's addictive. And when used for good, there is no better feeling. I am an average man. And I am a genius. So please join me. Beautiful. <sighs> All right. So that wasn't easy for me to get through. Uh very highly charged with personally heavy emotions. But in the spirit of my grandfather, just like my grandfather, Michelle, we dropped a lot of bombs today. Wisdom Literally. bombs. Literally. <laughs> so, Michelle, what was your mic drop moment? Thanks, David, for that inspirational story. And I challenge everyone to redefine what you call fear. If you are not dangling out head first from a plane, do yourself a favor and activate your genius. Wow. I'm digging it. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, I shouldn't act surprised. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> are you average? Still doubting your genius? We fixed that. Yes. Get out there and fly that kite. Damn straight. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.